Hello there and welcome to Life Between... <laughs> oh, jeez. We're having kind of a moment here. So it's not Life Between Lives, it's Dance of the Soul. <laughs> and, you know, we're all having these days today and it's the after the full moon. So I just wanted to let you guys know that Regan's here. He just had to step out because of technology. And if he pops back in, his cameras aren't working. His phone's a little garbly. And we just have flies flying around. You know, it's just been one of those days. So I just want you to know that if things are happening, it's because life is happening. And that's what we're doing the show about. This is Dance of the Soul. And Dance of the Soul is about how our lives, Regan and I, have come together to show through his hypnosis and my mediumship and my intuitive work that his life is not just about doing the Newton Institute's Life Between Lives. It's about doing hypnosis to help people through trauma dramas. Uh, and I don't mean dramas like it's, it's nothing big. It's that we all have drama in our lives no matter if we want it or not. And it is real. It is thick. It's that shell shock that we talked about last show. You know, it's that it's those those moments where life just happens. And when we go through that and we navigate through that, that's what the show's about is how does our soul walk through our life? Well, you know, that's one thing that doing life and navigating through life that we kind of wanted to talk about stressing the little things. <laughs> and you know isn't this funny Regan having technology problems he just talked to me about someone who oh my love goes there's so many people who are losing their children and he was talking to someone who was actually having a scenario where where uh, she had lost her child and you know my love goes to everyone right now who they are losing whoever whoever that person is and no matter if we recognize who they are or not you know like I had one person who was walking by me and and I and he just looked and I said are you okay and he goes and he just kind of dumped and he said you know you know that I just lost my dad and I didn't know him and people are telling me that I shouldn't be upset about it and I go you should be you should be upset. You should have grief. You should have these moments. And here comes Regan again. He's trying to pop in. That that as we go through life and as we're going through things, that we, you know, like him losing someone, him going through something, that we all go through these things that happen. And we don't know, you know, grief doesn't have any agenda. It doesn't have anything that, that we can navigate through sometimes. And it's one of those things that, that as Regan is doing his technology thing, and we, you know, I started talking about how we don't, we're not stressing the little things. And I was talking about how you know, I met up with this man who had grief over a father that you know, he didn't even meet. And I said, but you're grieving. You're grieving the relationship you didn't have. You're grieving the relationship that you wish you would have had. You're grieving the relationship that that isn't necessarily, um, oh, uh, and, and, you know, all these griefs. And we're having this next exodus. And I knew this was coming. And I knew 2021 was going to be kind of like an all-year exodus for for souls, but there was going to be something about the September about souls going to be releasing from our 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 world and going into another world. And and this is a good segue to have Veronica's little thing in here. Uh, thank you so much. My husband's nephew passed away last night. He was um, <laughs> yes, he's with the angels right now. And you know, he, he, whew, you know, we're going through this. And, and for me, I've gone through grief. No, I have not lost a child. No, I've not lost a, 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 a spouse or anything like that. But grief, I've gone through grief enough to know. And this is why I wanted, this is what called to me to talk about stressing the little things. Stressing the little things. And Regan, I hope you're not stressing over this, about your technology no. not really working. You no, know, uh, because it's, 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 it is a little thing. 
you know, and we're going to, yeah. it's going to be fine no matter what it is. You're going to be perfectly imperfect. You're going to, and I love that statement, perfectly imperfect. You know, you're going to try to do your better, not your perfection. You're better. And we want it to be professional, but yet sometimes, you know, like right now, you're still on your iPhone, right? Yeah. Okay. So, being, okay? yes, I can. Okay. Can you hear okay. us? Okay. Oh, good. So with that, that, that sometimes when Regan's on his phone, his phone gets a little garbly. And if that happens, that's called what it is. My love goes to everyone who's losing their loved ones right now. And, and for me, going through grief, it's taught me that, that perfectionism is out the door and down the street and, and in another state, because I'm going to be not worried about the little things, you know. And and knowing that, you know, talking about my husband who hasn't, he's gone through grief through me, but he hasn't gone through grief himself, um, you know, because he knew my parents, but yet it wasn't his parents. You know, he's known things, but, you know, it wasn't, so it didn't touch him deeply. It touched him deeply. I'm not going to deny it touched him deeply, but there's a difference when it's personal, when it's a personal grief. And, you know, those little things just slip away. They literally just slip away. They they become oh okay. Well, Regan wasn't here because he had technology problems. <laughs> you know, and or you know, like for me navigating what I did today, it was like, well, I didn't get done what I wanted to get done. Well, you know, I got things done that were kind of important, which was having somebody else feel like they were cared about. You know, it, it, it wasn't necessarily, you know, we're all kind of going through these moments where really, is this truly important to be stressed over? Is this yeah. truly important to be stressed over? Um, oh, he passed away from COVID. Oh, boy. So, Regan, you know, I, I've kind of taken over the show a little bit because you were having some well, scenarios, but I, I kind of gave us our intro and, and that kind of yeah. thing. So how have you been? I know you had a week, too. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, it was a great week. Uh, I, uh, I did a, uh, a radio show this week. <laughs> and I'm thinking it wasn't last week. Wait a minute here. Did I tell you about the show I did with uh, uh, two priests and a nun? <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably didn't. That's not saying. Isn't they, that a joke? <laughs> no, it sounds like it, isn't it? Two priests and a nun. Actually, one of the priests was from New York. One was from New Z or um, Australia, and I believe the nun was in New York. And they have a show uh, every week. It's like a podcast, like what we're doing, you know. Mm -hmm. And somehow it's gotten in the top ten percent of uh, podcasts and. They just started it, you know, like we're building an audience and everything and getting more and um, people all over the world. They did. They they um, it was amazing. Uh, it was it, they, they had a schedule for one hour. We went for three hours because they were so. Congratulations. In this. Yeah. And they were so open to it, too. They're they were like um, a little bit of um, of a renegade from the Catholic Church a little bit um, mm -hmm. because they talk about all this kind of stuff, you know. And uh, but they, they haven't been excommunicated or anything. So they're staying kind of one of them was a bishop. He did uh, exorcisms, you know, and um, mm -hmm. the talk was all about, though, we just talked uh, openly and everything about the afterlife, you know, interweaving things from the Bible that were like when I told them about the womb experience that that people have sometimes or, you know, in this and what I do where I take them through the womb to the afterlife. Uh, and the man says, oh, my gosh. I remember the Bible thing that says, God says, I knew you in the womb, you know, and so that kind of made sense to him. But um, it was really, um, it was really enlightening. We just loved it. And they said, well, we got to do another show on this, you know. So, um, you know, this, just realizing uh, that we all go through it. Like I just went to the funeral the, the week before. Was it Veronica that just chimed in? That said, um, her, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah that was Veronica. Veronica. Sorry about your loss, especially with COVID. It just takes people so early, you know. It does. And younger, younger and younger people are getting that now, you know. Now, this is, I don't want this to sound callous but because this is good. But when I was on the other side about two months ago, I was before council and we asked about COVID. You and were the in a session. You were in a session, right? I yeah, make I was that in clear. a session myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In other words, I had a I traded sessions with another life between life therapist in Alabama 
and we did it on Zoom. And I was surprised how easily I went into trance mm -hmm. just on Zoom. And uh, so she took me to the, uh, you know, allowed me to go to the other side. And <clears throat> we asked questions about COVID. And one of the first things they wanted to comfort us in was the counselor over there says, first of all, we want you to know that those people that died of COVID are just fine. They're over mm -hmm. here with us now and everything's cool, you know, but they also had compassion for us knowing that we're going through grief, okay? It was yeah. beautiful, you know, but they just said, first of all, like, um, you know, um, you know, they're okay, you know, mm -hmm. so don't worry about them, but to deal with the grief and everything. Uh, so, uh, you know, Veronica, you know that, you know, at least you know in a sense because you're a very spiritual person that he's okay and, mm -hmm. and everything's going to be all right. But there's still that humanness it's, we have. We still are going to go through grief no matter what. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the human aspect. And, and Melanie, um, Regan, um, the, Melanie's here, but I'm going to say, M Melanie, if you can hear me, we'll let you in in a little bit, okay? Um, yes. That, we're talking about your situation right now, what you're going yes, through. Yes, yes. So with that, that uh, we got somebody who I guess that was going to come on, and and she's uh, sitting in the waiting room until the time kind of comes in, because yes. it is about something that that you know, like I say, that I have not gone to where I've lost a child, I, and that is unfathomable. That is unfathomable. Uh, yeah. And I, my mother of heart, who came into my life 20 years after my um, mother passed that um, she lost a child. So I was with her for 20 years of a woman who lost her child. And basically, you know, she she did not do it well for the first several years, she admits. And then she got to where she was surviving it. And, and then I've done many sessions with mothers, fathers, siblings who have lost early in life yeah. and um, lost their children and, and their, their family. And, and it's one of those things that as we go through life and, and manage it, it's, oh, that's why I wanted to talk about how so many of us, when we don't go through that grief process, and, and it, it's something that's innocent. I can tag myself too, that, that when, we're, we ha when we don't go through that grief process, when things don't, don't you know, kick us and <laughs> take our legs out from underneath us, many a times we worry about those little things. We would have, you know, if somebody went through the situation that we just went through to even get on the show, that would have ruined their day. Yeah. You know, and for us, it was just a little speed bump. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was a trip over a rock, you know. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. move on. A good uh, saying that uh, Patty, my my love of my life here, uh, always tells me, and really, I say it in my mind all the time when we have to go to plan B and then to plan C and sometimes plan D because things don't work out is we both look at each other and we say, well, you know, no babies are going to die. You know, never. It's okay. <laughs> Put it in perspective here. You know, yeah. Like, like earlier, just a technical glitch. So, yeah, when we're grieving, uh, it's nothing else really matters. You know, that we, we wonder, why was I why was I getting so upset because the garbage disposal got stuck today? You know, so what? You know, it's going to work itself out. You know? Yes. Um, or, it, or, you know, sometimes I know for me, even going through I'm not, the, the grief that I did, I lost track of time. I lost track of, did I hang up that phone? Did I, yes. did I, did I drop that in the newsletter? Do, or did, did I do what I, you know, and, and, you know, Melanie, I, I, I hope that you know that right now I'm going to give you a moment, you know, before you come on. Okay, sweetie. Uh, and, you know, as we're going through things, you know, life happens and we do it. And, you know, light, oh, my love goes to her. And I, that's the one thing that, that, you know, I don't do simply. When I say my love goes, I, it's like, whoo, you know, it's that moment. And. Because it is so difficult to manage this. Yeah. And I think, and, with, uh, you know, with COVID right now, it's just that it's so sudden, you know, I mean, everybody's going along just fine. All of a sudden they got a little cold or something and then boom, they're, they're gone. And I know, um, a matter of fact, it would happen so quick today and I have her email, but I, I, is it Amelia that we're going to let in in a minute? Yes. Madeline. Okay. Madeline. Madeline. Okay. So I guess we'll ask her what she likes to be called, but. I could just feel her sadness right now. You know, she's going through, she's going through a really tough time right now. And I, I told her, uh, and I, I uh, Natasha, I just want to thank you uh, again for P 
people that didn't see the show last week were right at the end of the show. Natasha and I talked, and before I hung up, she says, oh, wait a minute. Uh, someone's here that wants to talk to your, and she couldn't, because I've never really introduced her to my significant other, Patricia. But she says, uh, someone wants to talk to her. And I went, oh, you're kidding, what? And, <laughs> and so he identified himself as her grandfather. And he said he used to, he used to um, play with, you know, on the knee thing, you know, like, like parents used to do in the old days, you know. Right, ride the kid on their knee. They sit on the knee and they, and they, whatever. And I, and then I said to Natasha, I said, well, I mean, wait a minute, can, do you know what his name is? And Natasha goes, ah, oh, names. I know we always have trouble with like names. So it starts with J, maybe John or something. So, and I said, what does he want to say? And he said he was really, um, really loving the integrity that she has and says, keep up that good work and keep the integrity, you know? So I hung up from you. I ran into the kitchen. She was cooking dinner. My significant other said, did you have a grandfather who used to put you on your name? She goes, yeah, why do you ask? <laughs> and I said, was his, was his name John? And she says, well, uh, Jack, but John, yeah, his name is John, but we all call him Jack, you know? And I told her about the integrity thing and she was just blown away. And then she <laughs> did a Life Between Life session this last week. And I said, uh, I, I, I had a, another colleague of mine do a Life Between Life session for her. So when she found herself on the other time, he showed up and uh, she says, are you the one that was coming through Natasha? And he goes, yeah, you know, I was just trying to tell you I'm watching out for you, you know. So it was, it was the per he must have known she was having the session, Natasha. They do. They do. It's like the we it's like it the synchronicity the of things coming together. And, and that's one thing that as soon as my dad passed over, uh, my mom was a little different. Um, but my dad, he, he knew basically where he was going. I always said he had one foot in this world and one foot in the other world. Um, kind of yeah. like I do in a way, you know, that the, he just and he knew right where he was going. So he spent time with me afterwards. And it was magical in how um, he just supported me. And I can tell you that there's a lot of loved ones that as soon as they cross over yes they're taken care of but their their love is so great for their family that they stick around a little bit and yeah. and 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 interact with them and and you know hug them and and dance with them and I, i'm going to tell you right now though that if you don't feel them don't be hard on yourself yeah because grief puts up a block where we can't feel them yeah but yet they're there and yes. and grief, yeah. it's it's like I always felt like grief was this blanket, and it had earphones on. It had uh, it was a thick wool blanket, so you couldn't feel anything around you. You couldn't. You had blinders on, like a, a horse that had clear blinders. And and you know, especially when you lose a child, how can you see what life is about when you when you're so overrun and and you got you can't hear, you can't see, you can't do. Oh, you know, it's just one of those things. And, and that's where I yeah. wanted people to take a breath and just say, please have a perspective when you're coming up to something and really look at it because our soul sees the bigger picture of why things are happening. We may not as humans, yeah. but our soul knows that, that, that you know, I'm going to go back to the technology thing just because it was here and, every, and, and people can witness it little things are going to pop up, you know? So what if you, if you were supposed to be somewhere at nine o'clock and you got there at nine Oh five, it's a little thing, you know, it's, yeah. it, you know, um, <laughs> Veronica. Yes. Uh, when my sister passed, I could hear her yelling my name because they're saying I'm here. I care. I love. Yeah. And, you know, your sister and you were, uh, were pretty close soulmates. And and so I can tell that, you know, because I've done sessions with Veronica for many years and, and talked to her sister. So I know they're both them that, that you know, that they were pretty close. They were each other's support team. And, and even though sometimes in life they kind of weaved in and out of that support, but they were. And and as we go through life, um, you know, yes, very close. Thank you, Veronica, for confirming that as we go through life, that when our soul people leave us that's even more of a a ripping it's like trying to rip a, a, a zipper apart you know and and it, and it hurts it stings it's like taking that band-aid off and and it's feeling so raw and and we're we're just managing it and you know i don't want to you know 
be, you know, we had a really um, heavy show last Monday and we're going to have one today because of, of our guest here. Yeah. But that's not what we intend with this show. It's about moving forward. It's about that there is hope on the other side. There is light on the other side, even though sometimes grief takes us a little while to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is a good segue to bring her in. What do you think, Regan? Yeah, let's do this. Meet this, this beautiful Wonderful soul, soul that's having a tough time right now. Okay. And I'm going to let you introduce her. Okay, Regan? All right. Number three. Hey, Madeline. Hi, <laughs> how are you? I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, uh, um, do you like to be called Maddie or Madeline? Whatever you want to call me. Okay, I'm Maddie, just so I, grateful to be here. I like Maddie. That's, uh, that's a cool name. Okay. You know, that just sounds... I, I think I could have lunch easy with the Maddie and it would be very nice, you know, because I don't know, it just okay. has a nice, like, friendly thing. It's like Joe, you know, all the Joe. <laughs> nice okay. So, Maddie, we're sorry okay, about what you're having to go through, uh, having to lose, uh, uh, especially, you know, we all think we're going to out. It's, it was your son, right? Two sons. But oh, yeah, she's had one well, that's, recently. Yeah. And that, that makes it even more difficult. One passed away at 11 and a half months old of heart disease 25 years ago. And he was my fourth child, son. And my firstborn just died November 14th of a massive heart attack at 32 years old, uh, November 14th of last year. And... The thing is that I've suffered calamity. I'm 52 years old, and I've suffered calamity after calamity after calamity. And after listening to Richard, I'm okay with the calamity. But the death of my children, I don't understand why they had to die before me, especially my eldest and I had a very toxic relationship. There was no respect because I, I, know, I understand I came down to learn about addiction, and my son had a problem with that. So we had a very volatile relationship. But two weeks before he died, I told him I loved him very much and that I was sorry for the way I behaved because I don't think he understood. I didn't even understand at that time that my one of my missions was to come down and learn about addiction. I learned that recently. So he was very, I believe he was very disappointed. All my children were, because I had six. Now I have four left. So I apologized to him and I told him I loved him very, very much and that I was very sorry for all the evil things that I said to him when we were arguing because he resented me for many things. Yeah. And he said, okay, mom. And he said, okay, mom. And then he dies. I'm the one that took him to the hospital, and he died. The, the first one died in my arms, and this one died in front of me. Now, it's hard for me to accept that I agreed to see my children die in front of me. So I need yeah. to reach him so that he can tell me something. Because I yeah. don't want to relapse time. I need. I want. I want to commit suicide to be with him. But I have one more son, who's twelve years old, and three daughters, and I'm about to be a grandmother to my first grandson. I don't want to leave this way. I don't want to finish the play early. I don't want to disappoint everyone. Let me talk a hundred, five hundred years. You know everything that Richard says. I don't want to destroy the plan. You know because I believe. I believe what Richard is saying. I feel it in my heart that it's true. But why would he leave me like this? There's so many things that I've I'm going to tell you my husband of 20 years, who I believe yeah. is my soulmate, was molesting our daughters for 10 years. And I found out seven years ago and we put him in jail. And right now, now I was getting over that hump. 
my son dies. So now I get hit with this. And I just yeah. want to die. I just want to slit my wrist. But I can't. Something inside me tells me, no, you can't do that. You can't leave this earth like that. So I can't do it. And I need a confirmation. Yeah. Somebody needs to tell me, no, Madeline, Ariane needs to tell me, Ariane needs to tell me, Mom, you can't do it. Stay, stay, Mom. I need him to come through, or Gregory. I need my sons to talk to him. Yeah. Well, Maddie? Um, I'm sitting in a hot me... car because I believe in you. I believe in you guys, and I need you guys to help. Yeah. I can't even Maddie, see you. My me, glasses, me... my glasses are so messed up. I can't even see you. <laughs> yeah. I'm so uh, sorry. Maddie, I'm going to turn over to Natasha because this is her. This is her expertise, and um, we'll see. You know, she might be able to help. We don't know what's going to happen here, but let's just see if she can contact okay. him if it's possible from the other side, and maybe, maybe we'll have a little, be able to do a little bit, and then. And then, um, you know, I can do a, a more in-depth session for you sometime, you know, in the future. And you can maybe actually uh, see him face to face. OK, but let's see if we can. Uh, oh, yes. Let's uh, let's see if Natasha has. Uh, Natasha, go ahead and take over. OK, she now that you've heard her, what can you do? And I'll just be quiet. For you. Maddie, my my love goes to you. I oh, my dear, sweet one that. Oh. What a life, what a life, and I am, I honor Listen, you. I've been in a fire. I, 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 I died in a fire, and I came back. I died, OD, I OD'd on crack, and I came back. I drowned in a pool, 13 feet, and I came back. I keep coming back, but I don't remember. Nothing. And it's torment. Take the filter away from me. I need to know. Okay, so with this, that, that, my dear, that I honor you for what you're going through. This is not, oh. So his name is Richard? What was his name? No, his name was Joseph Arian. Okay. I called him Arian. His first name was Joseph, like his dad, but we called him Arian. Sweet. Okay, so you, I'm going to come to you first, okay? That you are meant to be an ambassador for coming through things, okay? People have watched you come through. You're the ambassador. I'm going to say that again, and an ambassador for, for navigating through your life. You may not have done it well. You may not have done it the way you wanted to, but you've come through your life. You've, you, you, you're walking the path of being in survival mode. You're not a survivor. You're in survival mode. So you are doing what you can do right now. My, my love goes to you. My honor for what you've gone through is going, coming to you. I want you to know that, that as you're going through this, this is the hard thing that us parents do for our children, is, is that we bring them in to know that they have their own paths to walk. Whew. That as we bring them in, we don't want them to leave before us. Yet at the same time, those sometimes souls have their own timeline, and that's not in our control as parents, as an ambassadors of holding them, caring for them through those first years. And as we go through life, and as we're navigating through life, we wish that we would do things different. We can't. We didn't. How could we? We didn't know better to do better. You know, as we, as we go through things and as we navigate through things, that, that life happens to us. And as we're going through life and as we're navigating through this, I honor you again for what your personal path has been through this. Thank you. you, you, I want you to get, if you can, 
Oh my gosh, grief, grief. It's amazing when you're when you lose a child, especially two. Oh my gosh, my grandmother, when she lost her true two, she went into dementia. She couldn't even survive it. And I, I apologize for those who are watching. We got two people on cell phones, so technology is a little bit rocky, but we'll, we're navigating it. I, I just want to make that disclosure. We're going through this moment where grief is blanketing over this land and your grief is tapping into that, my dear. That's why you're feeling it double fold sometimes because the, the area that you're in, where you're, the, the, the people you're around and the navigation of what, what's going on is, is grief folding over on top of itself so it's even thicker, okay? And your son took a little bit of while to come in because he wanted me to do some work with you first so that you would be able to hear him. Okay? Because of the fact that, that when we walk through grief, sometimes when somebody gives a message to that person, they won't hear it. So I'm glad this is on YouTube and Facebook so that you can go back to it and hear it even months later. Okay. What's your first son's name? Gregory. So your first son, your, your first one that passed away very young was Gregory, right? Gregory Michael. So, so Gregory, I, I think Regan's getting a little with his technology. Um, he's just, he says, Mama, you did no wrong. You did no wrong, Mama. You did no wrong, Mama. You did no wrong. He wants to keep saying that you did no wrong, Mama. It's because, of, because of the fact that as we go through life, that you, I was meant to bring love for you. I wanted to trigger you into love, Mama. I wanted to trigger you into love. I wanted you to know that there is something more magical, Mama. I did not want you to have grief. I was not meant to. I, I, I would have caused you. I would have caused you more pain with my illness. I would I would have caused you more pain because my illness. And so, with that, Mama, I wanted you to know that I love you. Please forgive me for leaving you and having this body that I had. I could not stay because I would have caused you so much more pain. You weren't strong enough when I was born to deal with what I had. And that is not your fault, Mama. That is not your fault. Okay? So please know that, that no matter what you've done in your life, you are the best mom you could have been with what you had, with the tools that you had. Okay? Now. I'm, I'm sweating because I'm in a hot car. My glasses fell. Yes. I came. So, so with that, I'm going to take a moment here. There was somebody who, who made a comment, and I'm going to bring this in. Hello, I'm glad I caught you from South Africa, and I would love to hear from my sister-in-law. She passed two weeks ago. Oh, Yui. Uh, and I'm, I apologize if I pronounce your name wrong. I, I hope my love goes to you, too. Whew, we have... We have so many that are passing right now. Oh, please turn on the car for air conditioning if you can. <laughs> the air conditioning just stopped working. I'm getting a new car tonight. The thing is, I don't oh. want you to hear the noise outside because I'm underneath a train. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, maybe I should. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping this is this this kind of session is greater than something I can do on YouTube and Facebook. I want to honor you for the grief that you're walking through. Your son, your older son. I'll be back. Go ahead. My older son. Your older son, he says mom. Yes. Mom. I had a deficiency in myself that caused me to have this that me what? 
he he says that he had a deficiency in himself so that he he could not withstand some of the things he had to go through energetically emotionally he had he had um kind of some things that happened with him and part of it is is that that he he many times our young ones when they go through so much stress in the womb and when they my child is one like this too and and they go through so many things and then they have the dna that they were brought into kind of like your your first child or your last child who just came in yeah you know that that we they have our dna but they have their own dna that comes in through past lives and different things that are happening and as we go through life and go through that it's amazing how that combination that combination led to this 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 combination of him that he didn't have the ability to to manage a lot through a lot of his scenarios his his negatives those those whispers the 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 shadows in his own brain his his negative talk he wasn't able to navigate them because of the way that he was made not you but you were part of the puzzle piece. Does that make sense? No. You mean his body was messed up just like my my fourth kid? In a way, yet it was more through um it was more through his um his nerves. The way Well, okay, what I'm thinking was he acquired about 26 28 his heart started getting bad. So, I thinking heart disease runs in my family right and he wasn't taking care of himself and he was drinking and that and added to it weed. so yeah so there so i'm gonna go to that that's the electrical system the heart is basically it fires because of electrical system and and when we have that that mishap the dna that comes through from what previous lives he had previous lives where he had a lot of trauma that he was working through and so he was kind of yeah. doing a lot of that work through his past lot from his past lives in this life and as he worked and and as he went through he he had troubles navigating it from very young he didn't feel right in his body from very young okay you know what I mean? He he didn't he didn't feel comfortable in his body. He knew that there was something that was off. He knew that there was something that was off. And he's telling me, Mom, I didn't know how to do better to do to do I I didn't have the knowing. Uh we we didn't have the the way to know uh, he's saying Natasha here knows how to speak with her body and I didn't know how to speak with my body, Mom. I didn't know how to speak with my body. And he's saying that that through that not being able to speak with his body, he was trying to take away his discomfort and it ended up becoming drugs because of what was a, what how he stepped into his friends, his life, his patterns, whatever it is, nobody's fault. It's just the, the scenario that happened, and my my love goes to you, my dear, for going through this. My love goes to you. God, I love you so much. I didn't mean and to. He be knows a that he loves you too. He does not blame you. He does not blame you, mom. I do not blame you. He's saying, and he's Somebody, he's he's, he's trying to pound. To he's trying to pound. Did he used to pound on your chest, or on your back, or he used to pound on something? Because he's just pounding, saying, it wasn't your fault, Mom. It was my body, my way. And I'm sorry, Mom. I love you so much. He loves you, too. He loves you, too. He wished that he could take this from you. You left me, Ariel. Ariel. Souls energy so and paths are not I I even have this friend Kathy she's saying his soul's energy and path mom not it's not mom's fault it's not mom's fault I don't say it's my fault I just want him back 
I know, honey, I know, I know. Um, Jacqueline, thank you for coming. Uh, it's not your fault, Mom. Does he know that I just got offered a city job? Does he know what's happening down here? I just got offered a city job. To work with addicts, to help addicts. I told him I was going to be a counselor with addicts, that that was my fucking, oops. It's okay. That that was my life, that was my path. I knew it mm -hmm. since I was a kid. Didn't so I tell I you at the beginning help. of this? You yes. are to be an ambassador. ambassador. You are to be and, an ambassador. And, and I knew, yeah, but I didn't know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it comes around. Sometimes it comes around. My, my, oh, my wonderful one who's gone through so much. Sometimes it comes so what around. Does that mean in English? What does that mean in English? Ambassador. Ambassador means, English. yes, in English it means one who is showing someone how to be. They show them how to be. They, they, they're one, if they do an ambassador well, not every ambassador does as well. If they do it well, that they are the one that says, this is my talk. This is what I do. This is who I'm going to be. You're speaking the truth that you can survive. You're an ambassador to say you can survive what you're going through. Not everybody will survive it, but you will survive it. And that's what I tell everybody. It's, people and ask, an people laugh at me and they tell me, oh, you're crazy. Oh, because they don't understand. So just push them. Go la, 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 la when they talk to you. I do. I do. Because nobody can understand them. what your story is. Nobody can. They, unless somebody goes through it me, themselves. They tell me, they tell me, so how come you're still, you know, like not rich and not well to do? I said, it's all right. I said, just wait. I'm I'm only 52. My, my my better years are coming. Just wait. Give me a minute. But I know, I know, my life path is to help people with addiction because I went through it and I survived it. And I just got hired for a residential treatment center counselor for addiction. And, and your children, I can feel your children as a collective because I can feel the souls of your child, your other children are still here. They in their higher selves and the children who have passed are backing you. They say, believe in yourself, mom. Don't doubt it. that you have the tools. Please be free of doubting that you have your tool, that you have the tools. Okay. I, I'm not doubting. I'm not doubting it's the grief because I look at my son's picture. I have his picture on a table with a candle, a big, like wine glass, a big one with water for clarity, for him to have clarity. And then I have a portrait of Gregory to the left, you know, on my dresser because it's, his portrait is too big to have on the same little table. And I, and I look at both of them. I know Dre Gregory's gone, you know, like to the flip side. I know he's alive, and I know both I of them. Both of them. I see angels with them. I see you had a grandfather. You had a grandfather that has passed. That that was very. He was one of the men of your family that actually were were a great man, right? And he helped your I don't know, son. I never pass. met my grandfather. He he he's one that had integrity out of a lot of the men of that generation, and and he helped. He helped him pass over. So he has been taken care of. He, ha he did not walk home alone. He did not walk home. He is with angels. He is with love. He is. That's why he can talk to you today is because he's been with the love. He's been with the greater love, which is angels, the, 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 the one who made us, you know, the greater, the, the creator. He is with the creator who loves them. And he, he is being held. He is so much being held. I see a rainbow of love around him as he is working. I see a rainbow of love through you and around you too to heal, the, to heal your grief where it can. Where it can. Your grief, I... Oh. 
for going through your grief. You, you're an you're you're an amazing woman, life. and it's not in a good way. I mean, it's that that's meant in a my, oh my gosh, I can't believe what you're you're still here. Who? My whole life I've been grief, and I'm at my the, my friends and family that know me. They're like, I, I don't know how you still smile. Mm -hmm. I'm still polite. I'm still I still make people laugh. You know, but when my grief hits me, it hits me. I mm -hmm. look at, like I was saying, I, I look at my son's picture and I, I talk to him and I say, I can't believe you're gone. I yes. can't believe you're not here. You know, the, oh, the one that just passed, because I know I'm aware, I'm fully aware that Gregory passed away 25 years ago. But Arian, I'm still, I'm still like in, in shock. Like, no, you're going to yes. walk through that door. You're going <laughs> to walk through that door and he still hasn't come back. So, you know, that, Ooh, that's, that's, so and that's, that's the it, sad thing. That's the sad thing when we have someone, and, and Jacqueline says, and not everyone is ready for your medicine, Mama Bear. <laughs> not everybody's ready for your medicine. So with that, that, this is the one thing that I understand about grief is, is that when we have time because of illness, because of illness, we have time to start grief earlier. Yet the ones that we have grief because of a car accident or or a heart attack or sometimes way that COVID, COVID has taken or these 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 moments where people are snapped out of our lives because of of um, of suicide or, or those types of things we don't have time to pre grieve we don't have time to pre grieve so it's almost like we and so when we pre grieve we can walk into grief we walk into grief going okay. I know what this looks like. Yet when, when it slaps us in the face and knocks us down and it hits us in the back of the head and it makes us go into a car crash ourselves because of the reality is so painful to look at, we don't have time to pre-think about how we're gonna navigate through this grief. And so it just slams us. And that's why it's so hard to walk through that grief when we have something that that you know like for your son that you knew that had the heart problem you know you had a little bit of time to know that you may not have him in a way but yet at the same time it still hurt when he did go yet this one it, it was like it was out of the blue how could this happen i was in denial with the big one my firstborn because he used to tell me mom i need a heart transplant and i used to look at him and what are you talking about? You were born fine. What are you talking about? And he'd say, Mom, my heart is bad. Mom, the doctors say this. And I'd be like, I, I, like, I don't see proof. You're not showing me proof. I don't believe you. Because yeah. you Well, that's what he was saying. That remember when he told you, he said, Mama, there's been some, Mom, there's been something wrong with me from a long time. And it made me uncomfortable. That's why he was self-medicating. Because he was uncomfortable. He, he was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was not your him, fault. Then, it was not your fault. So please, please, just know he does not blame you for not knowing. He does not blame you for not knowing. But I could, I, I could have done more. He does not blame you more. for not knowing, and I'm going to speak over you because, my love, that 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 you know, it's going to take you time until you understand that, and I understand that. But I'm going to speak over you because it's not you. It's not you. He's not blaming you. It was his body, his home path. How do I get over this grief? You don't. How do I get over this Keep walking forward, my dear. Keep walking forward. I won't get my blessings if I don't get over this grief. Okay. So I can't help somebody Maddie, else if I don't get over Maddie, grief. Maddie, this yes. is bigger than what we have right now. Okay. Let me do a private session with you. Okay. Okay. Because I can tell you, you don't go, you don't get over it. You go through it. You go through it. Okay. You go through it. Keep going through it. Keep walking forward. Okay, my dear. Keep walking forward. Okay. Just breathe, breathe. This is bigger than what we can do right now, okay? My love goes to you, okay? Yeah, I, Just uh, stay here. Go ahead, Regan. I, I, uh, I, I, you still have the information I sent you, didn't you? The earlier one has got her information on there. And I think what would be good is in, in privacy of the two of you and she, Natasha can help you so much. And you know, you can go through uh, that and also, um, <clears throat> Oh, there's a there's a technique I do with my clients that 
that aren't into the spiritual, but they're still going through grief. And we do what's called an EFT session. It's called emotional freedom technique. And what it does is it releases you from a lot of your excess emotion that you're going through right now. It works every time and it works fast. And it's something when you learn how to do it, you can uh, learn to, like as the grief is coming up, like, you know, I'm pretending I'm you right now. And I would be like, you'd be going like, it says, oh my God, here it comes again. I mean, I'm starting to lose it. I just, I miss him so much. You know, but you know what? I love and accept. I, I love and accept myself. I, I know he's told me. I know he's told me there was nothing I could have done. But then I still feel like there's something I could have done. I don't know how to get over that. But I love and accept myself. As you're going through this, it takes the tension out of you. You start to see things more clearly, and it gets you through the day. You know, because physiologically, uh, Harvard Harvard Medical School in in your neck of the woods back east there, they studied uh, this tapping. And they hook people up to machines and they saw as people did this tapping, their whole there's a whole physiological effect mm -hmm. where the tension would calm down, their cortisol level, which is your stress hormone, which they measured, went down like 50% in just a few minutes just by doing this tapping. Because what it does is it lets escape from you that too much you're you're gonna feel a little sad all the time. Even 10 years from now, when you think about them, you're gonna have a little sadness, mm -hmm. but it's not gonna be debilitating you like it is right now. Like now, like you say, how can you help someone else? You know, when you're feeling so bad, it's hard to. But I will tell you though too, by 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 just putting your emotions aside for a minute and helping somebody else, mm -hmm. that's gonna help you get through your grief. Because the best way to get through it is to help others. You know, mm -hmm. because when you do that, you're giving love out to others. Love kind of comes back to you and kind of doing that. So so don't let yourself go down the rabbit hole and just, you know, cover yourself. Just like I can tell, just when I, the first moment I saw you, I went, this is a very strong woman right here. I do not want to mess with her or get on her bad side. She can take care of herself. That's why one of the watchers called you Mama Bear because, yeah. 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 So you, you're going to get through this. But now um, Natasha's been through this before. I, I, I lost a brother when, when he was 21 in muscular dystrophy. And uh, I was there the moment that he died. And I was able to see his last breath. And that stuck with me for a long time, you know, because I was I was only 22 at the time, and it was it and was very difficult. Away. Yeah, but here that the other thing that look when they picked the last breath never went away, and I saw it for both my sons. I know, and I want to let you know something here. Look who these two beautiful souls chose to be with them when they passed over. It was you. Yeah, me. You are, it's not, some people think that's a curse. They go, why was it me? No, it was you because I don't, they loved, they, I don't, they wanted someone that loved them to be there with them in their last moment. So that you, you are very lucky in that sense, you know, because they chose you. I, I prayed to God and I said, God, please allow me. When my children were born, the first face they saw was mom. Allow me that when my children die, the last face they see is mom and for both my sons. Yeah. You know, he allowed that they honored you that and way. I'm they great. honored you. They honored you, yeah. I'm so grateful. So, I'm grateful. <clears throat> what you just need to do, Maddie, is just one day at a time, doing what you're doing here today, you're going to feel a little bit of relief. And you just have to listen to what Tasha said, because I know she little was him, saying, Mama, you did not do anything wrong. You yeah, know, it's, so you, don't need it's, that, you don't need that guilt. No, it's it's the little steps, and how could you not feel that way as a mother? I, I every yeah. mother that I've heard has said the exact same thing. I could have done. I should have. I could. No, no, no. Um, I have another thing to do. Hold holding your fingers. This ring is. This finger's about grief. This one's about anger. So the ring finger's about grief. Ring finger. Ring finger's about grief. Hold on to it when you're when, and that will help your body go through it. This, the, the middle finger is about anger. Anger. Why did he fucking leave me? Anger. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. Anger. So start right. here. When you have, so start at your pinky and hold okay. it. Oh. And then hold it. Okay. And then hold okay. it. And, and if, you're, if you're feeling grief, sometimes I hold two fingers at the same time because grief and anger go at the same time. Yes. Yes. What, the, what's the pinky? What's the pinky? The, the Not pinky, the pinky. This is, this is, uh, no, it's about worry. Oh, this is worry. Yes. Yes. I, I'm, I got, ah, 
I don't have my paper with me. I knew I was supposed to have it. I was told to have it. <laughs> so the pinky is worry. Green pinky is worry. Uh, anger. Mm -hmm. okay. And then well, there's anxiety and, and different, there's different things. So with that, the, and this is about the heart. The pinky is about the heart because each finger is about each organ too. And so your gallbladder and your liver are the ones that help you go through emotions and they need support too. So be careful about what you're eating. Okay, my dear. Yeah. Uh, right after he died, I wasn't eating anything, but uh, then I started overeating and I gained 50 pounds. Now I'm trying to lose the weight. So I'm trying to eat healthy. Yes, I, grief. I and where does grief hit? Grief sits in our tummies. Grief sits in our yeah. tummy area. And so, yes, I, I finally released the grief of my parents uh, and my family that I lost. I, I was having children at the same time my parents were dying. And so with that, the, 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 my grief kind of swirled at the same time something magical was happening for me. And, and so I had to work through and, and my grief hit my belly because my belly was having kids at the same time I was having grief. And so with that, that's why we protect ourselves with our, with our weight. So as you work through your grief, my dear, and remember, it's little steps. People think that they can walk through grief running. No, it's that little steps. And having the tools, having the tools to get through grief is the thing that helps our body and our mind go through it, so even though I, we do is it. it. Is it specific, specific places that have the tap or yes, anywhere in the body? Yeah, Madeline, if you go to uh, YouTube, uh, there's there's probably a hundred videos on EFT, like EFT, right? Can you write, do you have something to write that down? Yeah. Okay, it's, well, yeah, you know, uh, Madeline? Yes, dear. Hey, I'll tell you what, better than, better than that, when we go off the air in a couple of minutes here, stay stay here. And when, when Natasha leaves there, just stay on with me. Oh, EFT, okay. see that? EFT. Yeah. And now, okay. That's Natasha, for other people who aren't going to be with us afterwards. The EFT okay. on YouTube or EFT on, on yes. Yeah, I'll tell you, okay. it's, it's the most magical thing we have on this planet that helps with stress and and depression, and uh, mm -hmm. I have a lot of uh, women that are have a lot of post-traumatic stress from bad things that have been done to them, and it, it gets it just it just helps. It's them magical. Out. It's magical. Now, Natasha, what I was wondering, I mean, I could do a second. Uh, uh, say, Madeline, when when we're done here, and, and Natasha, without you disconnecting, when you're not there, I can just do a. I'd be happy to do a free session for her, just teaching her where the points are. Yes. And I'll go through some stuff for her, okay. and then she can make employment maybe. Uh, she can contact you in the next day or so, and you can do a, a session for her. And we'll, we'll we'll get you we'll get you going, Maddie. You know, I mean, we've all been through that, and we want to help you. You know, okay. I have yeah, a couple. Uh, I have I have a couple of um, comments that I'd like to bring up because um, okay. we we try to close the show down about five, but we can go over by a few minutes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna rush us here. So. Okay. Um, Kathy says, some go to college, others walk the, the, the challenges and share, teach from their own experiences. Yes. So some of us go to college to get our knowledge. I have gotten mine through walking through life. And so with that, that we go through life by learning. And so your, your college has been your dance of life. And a dance has been a partner you did not like or the music you didn't like. So, <laughs> so with that, the, the, I feel like that you're, you're, the work that you're doing at the beginning, it's going to get lighter for you. It's, you did your hard work at the beginning so that you can have more grace as you get into the elder years. Okay. Um, Kathy also says, um, the lives you will teach and always and ways, you will touch. Go ahead, Regan. Thank you. Okay. The lives you will touch in ways others cannot. Bless you. They are always with you in spirit in your heart. Mm -hmm. So even people watching you right now, they can tell that you're a good person there, Maddie. And they can tell that you you touch people by what you do and how you oh. how you help them. It says, Oh yeah. So and Jacqueline, so you're getting people to pray for you today. You're getting, Thank you know. You. We're just all giving you lots of love, Maddie. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Thank you. And and Thank when you, you have, so much, everyone. Thank you. 
Yeah, and Maddie, when, when you get through this, yeah, you know what? Because you've been through this and it's going to make you so uh, strong and everything, when you have someone that you're trying to help and they're going through the same thing you're going through now. You're going to know it. You're going to know how to help them. You know, yep, you're you're going to know it. Because I got out of addiction, I want to help addicts so bad. That I have a, a metaphor. Yeah. I have a metaphor for addicts. If there are any addicts listening, the my metaphor for any drug is when you're using, it's like riding a rocket ship. It's like someone lighting fire and, you know, lighting that rocket ship and you're on the rocket ship and you're, you're riding, right? So you're riding up the the sky and it's euphoric right because you're going so you're speeding you're going so fast so you close your eyes and you're enjoying it when you get to the moon and you're flying over the moon your rocket runs out of gas runs out of power <laughs> what happens it starts to flop over right and it's starting to fall down to the earth you soon realize oh my god my brains are gonna splatter all on the ground right so what do you do you start to panic that's what happens with a couple of particular drugs. Your heart starts to palpitate and you start to panic. I need another hit. I need another hit. I need some more. I need some more. So what do you do so that you don't splatter your brains on the ground? You go and you take another hit. That's a metaphor just for crack cocaine. I don't know about dope, but I can help crack it. Because if a crackhead is tired, they'll, they'll listen to that metaphor and they'll be like, oh, shoot. That's right. That's exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. You know, so. And that's I mean, why, that's why you're ready, even walking through grief, to be, to be the capital B-E, whatever you are, the capital B-E, whatever you are, for who's ever in front of you. You're going to be perfectly imperfect. You're going to do it the better you can. And as you go forward, you'll know how to do it better as you go forward. And just know that you're loved. You have angels with you, my dear. You have, you have, um, Azrael, you have, you have, um, you have, uh, uh, Amelia, actually, Angel Amelia, who's your specific angel that's helping you. And, and she's, she's dancing with you, wanting to help you. She wants you to listen to music, happier music. She wants you to listen to happier music. Okay. So with that, my dear, it's it's time for us to go. And and so stay where you're at, okay? Okay. We're just gonna say goodbye to everybody else. So thank you everyone for watching. And I know that the we've had a couple of shows that have been pretty heavy. And um uh you know it's one of those things that as we go through life, but that's why Regan is here, Jacqueline. <laughs> Perfect imperfection and makes the world go around. I love that. Thank you, Jacqueline. That's that, a good one, Jacqueline. Yeah. The, the, that's why I love the saying, you know, I'm perfectly imperfect doing the dance. I can dance right now because that's all I know to do. Um, so with Regan, how do people get a hold of you so that they, you can help them? Because you have many different things. Life between lives, um, going through stress, going through um, the anger process of life. You have a lot of different tools that you help people with. Yeah. So. Well, it's like like Madeline. I've been through two addictions. And uh, I haven't since I was uh, in my 40s now. I've been pretty, pretty clean of those. And uh, that's when life got really good, you know, when I got through that, that immature kid part of myself. So uh, anyway, uh, people can get a hold of me at visittheafterlife.com. Um, I specialize in doing the spiritual therapy, which is uh, uh, helping you achieve, achieve a, a deep state of relaxation. And in that state, uh, through the Newton Institute, I've learned how to have you uh, actually experience a past life and then uh, turn around, you'll see an angel or guide there. And uh, then you get to go to heaven for a few hours. And have, you have a list of prepared questions. Uh, you get to visit loved ones that passed on. Sometimes you get to go before counsel, and they'll they'll give you a lot of advice on your current life. Um, you know, and then we also uh, uh, get through your higher self, uh, do a body scan, and um, see how your health is. And sometimes you can actually get healings in these places. It's I, I just get goosebumps every time I have someone under, and they get all this help. Uh, and I do traditional therapy. If uh, if what I do, the other part seems too out there, like for some people, that's fine. There's some good things in regular therapy that can help. And on my website, Visit the Afterlife, there's videos on regular therapy and 
to spiritual therapy. So what about uh, you, Natasha? Well, you gave a, you got kind of a crash course on me <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and Maddie, that, that I hope that, that, you know, that you're surrounded by love when I'm working with you and, and interacting with you that, that, and everyone, thank you. I want to say thank you. Everyone who commented, yeah, your was love was felt. I feel the felt. energy. I feel the energy. And, and, you know, I oh, feel that. What was that, Maddie? The show's over. Are we alone? No, not yet. Not yet, almost. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and as 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 you and with, with the comments and and as we go through things, thank you very much because this is a community. This is about supporting each other. If we don't support each other, how are we going to do life? How are we going to navigate through life? So with that, you can reach me at Angelic Clarifications or my email is Natasha at Angelic Clarifications. I. My, my soul, this is my soul's calling, is to be, is to be with those who, who are walking through life, who are doing their navigation through life, you know, down, from shame to, to um, grief, it's to, to happiness, to complete sorrow. I'm, oh, I hold space and love. And, and if there's a way that we can work through this and navigate through this and walk through this, it's not even sometimes need to be work. It's just that process of going through life and, and navigating through what we can. Life is about how can we get through it? And as we get through it and as we go through things, it's amazing how to um, be. And that is the way that Regan, that's why Regan and I keep doing the show is, is that it's because we're here to do, to be with you, to help your soul do the soul's dance through life. I think that's why we came up with this title because today was a perfect example of our soul's dance through life. You know, when, when Maddie ends up, uh, you know, 30 years from now passing and, and going on, she'll learn why she went through all this. And yet going through sessions with me and Regan, she'll get a little snapshot of more of why she's going through this now, which is helpful. And that's yeah. why we're here. This is why we're here. So blessings to everyone and with everyone. And know that as your loved ones are, are oh, I feel a big exodus coming in. And my love goes to everyone. No one goes home alone. Angels, loved ones are with them no matter what. And stay with them. They're never alone, never alone. With that, that as we go through life, um, we're here Mondays, 4 Pacific, um, uh, PM 4 Pacific on uh, my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter, or my Facebook page, Natasha Venter Angelic Clarifications. So with that, blessings to all, and I will see you on Wednesday at 4 o'clock Pacific time doing life clarifications, helping you through something. I haven't come up to, well, I haven't getting a hit on what I'm supposed to work on Wednesday. So my love to you. We send you love. Blessings to all. See you next week. <laughs>